0: Hello everyone, this is Donnie, aka Elevated with Dota Alchemy, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And this is the new and improved podcast, and I'm very excited to announce that we are calling it the Transform Your Game podcast. And it's going to be more than just the Alchemy Answers episodes, we're going to start putting a bunch of our other content from videos into audio format so that you guys can enjoy it while you are on your way to work or school or while you're running or working out at the gym or wherever you may want to just listen to something talking about dota talking about gaming and not have to worry about what's going on in the video so, without further ado, the first episode is going to be the new Patch 7.19D, and if you haven't seen this on YouTube, that you can go and look at all the stats and stuff that I'm showing there, but I talk about pretty much everything here in the audio version as well. So, enjoy, get up to date with Patch 7.19D, and thanks as always for tuning in. We don't and we will die. Look we know what look at we this is 7.19D, and so far it looks to me like it is just a bunch of another round of nerfs really to all of the popular or seemingly overpowered heroes in the game. So let's take a look at it. Uh, it's only hero changes. There are no gameplay updates as far as, like, mechanical changes or even items. So it's strictly hero-based and just kind of tweaking some numbers. So let's just get into it real quick. Uh, first of all, we have Drow Ranger. Markmanship agility bonus has been reduced at all levels by 5. And this is something that you basically won't notice. You don't really need to pay attention to it. It just means that Drow will be slightly weaker as a hero Um at all stages of the game but again you probably aren't even really going to notice this so as you can see if we go to the drow ranger hero guide nothing has changed it's all the same it's just going to be a little bit less damage that you have and that you're giving to your team uh, for the entire game First shaker base armor reduced by one again this is something that um, this one you will feel a little bit just because shaker has seemed like a very very strong kind of bullying hero whether you play him off lane or as a support um, you start leveling up that Enchanted Totem, and you can kind of bully out melee heroes, melee carries from the lane even. This is going to make it a lot harder to trade at the early stages of the game. It means that he has, uh, I believe, only 1.6 armor now, which is quite low. So definitely going to be wanting to prioritize uh, 1.9 armor. So about two, um but you're definitely going to be wanting to prioritize you know, getting a Stout Shield on him, especially if you're playing offlane. And perhaps even as a support, um, you can probably start out with these kind of items. Maybe trade out some clarity for a ward if you have to help out your team in that way. But Stout shield's going to be pretty valuable on this hero, so you can continue to play him as that aggressive kind of bullying support or offlaner. Uh, moving on to Grimstroke. This one a lot of people are going to be happy about. Phantom Embrace Laceration has been... Increased at the first two levels to five, so the silence will last longer, but it'll also give you extra time to kill the phantom at the first two levels that you wouldn't have had before. Uh And the DPS has been rescaled to be quite low, only six at level one, so this is really just kind of... Um, you're only casting this for the silence at the early stages of the game. And frankly, the DPS has always just kind of been a very tertiary part of the skill. It doesn't really have a whole lot of um, value because mostly you're silencing in the Ren damage afterwards. Inkswell, max damage reduced fairly significantly at level 1. Not so much at level 2 and 3, but scaling back to where it was before, this will just mean that Inkswell won't be that insane nuke at the very beginning of the game. It's still very strong. 160 is a lot of damage if you happen to get off the hole, uh, if you hit the max damage threshold. And this one is also pretty big, that Inkswell movement speed has been reduced to just 18% at all levels. So I think that this is more of a, you know, one point wonder to some extent now on your support Grimstroke, you don't really need to max out Inkswell until later on the Phantoms of Embrace, you're just kind of taking for that silence, as I said before, and basically just Just making his damage output less, which I think a lot of people will be happy about. I think that Stroke of Fate is still insanely good, and the hero is still going to be quite strong. But again, a lot of these nerfs, pretty much all of them, are just tweaking some numbers to make stuff that's strong slightly less strong, but not actually really like addressing the hero or the the balance issues behind it. So I think most of these heroes are still going to be pretty pickable. Necrophos. Uh again, just you know, reducing the damage a little bit that he gets at 10. I think you still take the damage in most games, and then at level 20, the attack speed reduced by 10. Very strange. I don't think that a lot of competitive people are even taking attack speed. I think they mostly just go for the magic resistance. Um but I mean 70 to, or 80 to 70, if you were to take the attack speed, is really not that big of a change. Uh pl spirit lance cast range this is a bigger deal has been rescaled from 750 to 525 6 675 and 750 back to where it used to be you max previously i guess actually the the current meta build was to max phantom rush i feel like you're gonna have to reconsider this a little bit maybe take a couple points in phantom rush and then go back and actually max the spirit lance just because, and I think we've seen this with, uh, I think we've seen this with like Queen of Pain's dagger and anything that kind of they've changed how the, the distance scaling works is that it actually can really affect how you play the game because it feels like, you have to be so much closer to stuff, and you actually do, and that can really mess up your timing. So maybe this is actually going to be the build now um, where you max out the Spirit Lance, but I think at least maybe taking a couple extra points in Spirit Lance early is going to have to be uh, the way to do it just because you're not going to be able to harass as well during the laning stage, and that can be actually a pretty big deal. Um, That's what made PL so strong is that you could just keep Lancey people from a million miles away, and they would have to just take the damage without being able to retaliate, really. So um, this build I'm going to have to look at a little bit and just kind of see what people are doing over the next couple days in tournaments. I th- My intuition is that it's not going to change too much. Maybe one extra point in Spirit Lance early and then continuing to go the Phantom Rush, um, Doppelganger, and... Yeah, we'll have to. We'll just have to see whether you're gonna max out Doppelganger last, or Spirit Lance last, or even Phantom Rush last. Maybe say that two points, and this is enough. And then you go into Lance and Doppelganger. We'll see. This is something that I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research on before I can safely update this guy. But for now, we'll just say something like this and uh, go from there. Man. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it I feel like you really want that extra range to be able to harass and secure the, the range creep but maybe you just use lance to secure range creeps in lane and so you actually just continue to do things how you would before yeah that actually makes a little bit more sense to me logically you just rush in and then you lance I don't know anyway that's what the build looks like now <laughs> and we'll we'll figure that out a little bit later this is first impressions of the patch, guys. Ricky nerfs, this is something that a lot of people would be very happy about, and these are actually a pretty big deal. Um, at least the smokescreen one is a big deal to me. The slow has been reduced to eight at level, 8% at level one. That is essentially nothing. Remember when Pudge, his rot slows getting nerfed over and over and over and over. It made rot be less and less viable. Um, or you have to max Rot now. I think you actually have to spend some more points in Smokescreen than you would normally like to. I know that a lot of people were wanting to get one point in Smokescreen at like level 4 or 5. But then max out the um, the Blink Strike and the... What? I'm totally drawing a blank. <laughs> the Cloak and Dagger... Um, but I think that now you actually might even just want to take a value point in Cloak and Dagger. And I know that might be kind of scary because the fade time is so long. But ultimately, one point in Cloak and Dagger gives you the invisibility. And that's the biggest thing. And yeah, your damage is not as high as it would be at level 6. And that's kind of the whole point, is that they want you to not be able to just be invisible and insanely high damage at level 6 on a hero that has basically no farm. So I think in this case, I'm I'm fairly... Happy with how this looks to me. At least this is what I would be doing if I was playing sort of like a, a position four, maybe even an offlane, Ricky. Just because the smoke screen is so valuable, having that like ten percent miss rate is minuscule. It used to be forty percent, forty percent miss chance at level one, which is absolutely ridiculous. And so now, I think ten percent is basically not enough to justify anything um like you can just sit in the smoke screen and fight people (laughs) if you don't need to cast spells at 10% miss rate so i think that at 30% it makes people actually have to you know consider getting out of the cloud the movement slow goes up a little bit so you'll have to move out of the cloud but at a slower pace as opposed to just walking out at the 8% slow so i think that you get an extra point in smoke screen continue to max out the blink strike because this also um is I think this is really one of Ricky's probably Ricky's strongest ability just because the 4 second blink is any any hero that has a 4 second blink is just incredibly strong um but yeah this is this is how I have it now I I think maybe you can wait to max out smoke screen because 30% miss rate is enough to you know actually affect the fight and that you know the second point in it gives you the extra value of going from a 10% increase at level 1 to 20% increase at level 2 which then stays consistent throughout the rest of the leveling. Um, And then as far as the other updates, the nerf to Tricks of the Trade AoE, something you really are not going to notice at all. The duration is definitely going to reduce his damage in a fight. But most of the time, I feel like, whether you're getting a solo pickoff or in a fight, you don't end up channeling Tricks of the Trade for the entire fight anyway. So you're probably not really going to notice this at all. Uh, And then as far as the talents go... The 900 blink strike range down to 700, 700 on top of what it already is, is still going to be very long. It won't be like off the screen long, but it'll still be a very strong talent and something that you are going to take uh, in 100% of games, I would say. And then the AOE reduction on the increased AOE, again, something that you probably are not even going to feel. It's still going to be ridiculously big but it just won't be as ridiculously big. So I wouldn't worry so much about these two talents um, just because they are still very strong talents anyway. The biggest thing, of course, in my opinion, is the smokescreen change. Silencer, last word damage reduced from 120 at level 1 down to 75, and that's the biggest change. This makes last word super inefficient to use in the lane stage, paying 115 mana for 75 damage plus the silence of course but definitely not that good especially this is much more of a situational pickup in the lane stage now if you were against like a weaver or a phoenix um something that relies entirely and is super countered by last word then you would probably get this early but i think for the most part on silence you're gonna prioritize getting uh oops that's, that's sky silencer uh you're gonna get last word maybe a level four just so you have that additional silence but maxing the curse getting wisdom at two glaives of wisdom at two um for the extra harass just because last word is very inefficient harass at this point um so not big changes to silencer but just lowering his early game damage output and that seems to be one of the biggest themes of this patch terrorblade blade conjure image monocost has been increased Um, to scale instead of just being 70 this is a fairly big deal for this hero especially when you consider that sunder and this is the biggest change now has a monocost at level three and this is something that a lot of people have been complaining about i think rightly so being able to just sunder with no monocost is really dumb because it basically meant that there was no counter other than hex to terror blade or just completely bursting him from full to zero which is very hard to do on a hero that has like 50 armor in the late game so I think that this is a very, very needed change and could have a fairly big impact. You know, it's gonna allow heroes like a Weaver who buys Diffusal Blade, like a Marana, like an Anti-Mage, like a PL to actually counter Terrorblade um, much more heavily than previously. So I think this is one of the biggest changes of the entire patch. And as you can see in the hero guide that I've updated, um, I'm just putting clarities at all stages of the game. You should just be buying a lot of clarities on Terra Blade, and I think it might even be something where you have to consider getting an additional mana regeneration item. I mean, you can you can just buy clarities if you're farming in the, in the jungle, but if you're actually in fights and stuff, you might want to consider buying, you know, a drums or perhaps even a Lincoln Sphere um, earlier than otherwise, or at least getting the woodstone so you have the mana to sustain. Terrablades farming with Conjure Image. Now, Treant Protector Leech Seed heal has been reduced uh, fairly significantly across the board, especially at the last part of the game, the late part of the game. And that, you know, Leech Seed 420 heal on a seven-second cooldown in an AoE is really, really ridiculous, So, Just nerfing Treant Protector's ability to sustain pushes, and um, I think that's fine. No real changes. It's still a good spell. It's just not as good as it used to be. Again, theme for this patch. Uh, Tree still a good hero based on everything else that he does. A dying tombstone hit count has been reduced to now just scale completely linearly instead of jumping up to an additional hit at level 4. Um, so this is, I think, that it's just nerfing the strongest part of the hero. This is a hero that is competitively viable, somewhat situational, pretty terrible to play in pubs just because he doesn't really scale very well, but um, this is a little bit of a strange nerf to me, but just the consistency thing is something that the development team seems to have been doing uh, throughout the course of maybe the last year or so, is just making everything kind of scale in a more logical fashion. So I don't really have a problem with this. Plus, I mean, you get the tombstone on death talent and the hits to destroy. It's still going to be really, really annoying to deal with uh, just one less hit on each, um, which could be a fairly significant amount depending on who's attacking it. You know, if it's like a terror blade with 500 damage, an additional attack, it's subtracting hit 500 damage from the fight that he would be doing. But um, I think this is still a pretty strong skill. Ursa, Fury Swipe Duration has been reduced a lot. Thank God. This was so long. Now it's 8, 12, 16, 20. So it scales back to where it used to be. But in the lane stage, you're not going to be able to just like hit somebody, go farm the rest of the wave, hit somebody again, do the extra damage. Now you have to like pretty much continually hit them. And so that means that Ursa really is going to... I'm not totally sure... But I think that maybe you just... This is what I have the the hero build up for. Um, I think that essentially it just kind of makes his laning stage less annoying. I don't think that you level up Fury Swipes super early. Um, max it super early. Just so you have that little bit of extra duration. Because really you want to just be hitting them consistently anyway. Uh, so I don't think that... it really changes him that much other than just makes him kind of less stupid (laughs) in terms of design. Uh, Weaver Shikuchi mana cost has been increased from 60 to 70. So Weaver has had his uh, swarm mana increased and now Shikuchi mana increased. So this is a hero that's definitely going to be dealing with some mana issues. Uh, Buy loss of clarities. Consider perhaps going back to that uh, Lincoln's build that we used to see all the time, just so you can sustain. It's kind of like Battle Fury on Anti-Mage, where yes, the the Battle Fury is nice because of the cleave, but it's almost nicer because it gives you the sustain to continually farm in lane. So I think that on Weaver, you're going to be wanting to get a bottle in most games, uh, regardless of your lane, just so you have that extra mana. And of course, a clarity, other than that, the build should be relatively similar to how it used to be. Finally, Zeus, Arc Lightning, Mana cost. Again, we're seeing Mana cost increase in most of these changes in this patch. And so we are going to be seeing 80 at all levels instead of scaling up there. So Zeus, a hero that relies entirely on Mana anyway, just going to mean that he is somewhat less efficient and might be running out of Mana in those kind of early to mid-game fights uh, a little bit faster, maybe reducing his damage output of Arc Lightning or perhaps even... Meaning that you mess up the amount of mana that you have and aren't able to finish off a kill with a Lightning Bolt or Thunder Gods because of it. So more clarities on Zeus as well. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I rambled on a little bit, but I wanted to kind of explain how some of these might affect the hero builds a little bit more than we have in some other patches. Um, general thoughts, just kind of like a... Instead of a power creep, now we're seeing a power... Decreep, if that's a word, and maybe leveling the playing field a little bit more. I think the biggest one for me, again, is this Terrorblade, Sunder Monocost. Um, I'm pretty happy about that. And, of course, the the nerfs to Ricky will make pub players significantly happier. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you in the next video. And if you didn't know already, these hero guides will be updated uh, as soon as I am probably as soon as I'm done with this video. So if you haven't subscribed to them already, don't subscribe to this one. This is the old Pugna Guides. I'm going to be removing this account. Um, And so this is the actual one that will be updated going forward. Have a good one. The best thing that you can do right now is to share this podcast with all of your Dota 2 friends. So they're also up to date with the current patch and you guys can go out and win this weekend's Battle Cup.